Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! So, hey, Batch, I heard you went on vacation. You do anything fun? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I uh, spent most of my time, actually, waiting in the front of a Target. Uh, Tar- Target? That, yeah, you- Jigglypuff came out. He was in the Amiibo, you know? And, like, I had to wait there to be first in line to get me my Jigglypuff. Yeah, it sounds more like you were in line at a Toys R Us. I was there too afterwards. I drove to Toys R Us after afterwards. Uh, Thatch, just how many Jigglypuffs did you get? I've got two. Oh man. Uh, the sad thing is, like our teasers are usually a lie, but this one, this one's definitely true. It's Paco. Paco. Welcome to the 184th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts. Bozifus. And Scron. And welcome to any first-time listeners chiming in, or listening in. Uh, this is Puckle, the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that was made up in 2007. Yay. <laughs> but thanks for finding us and giving us a listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, as always, not, I... Uh, not, not cool. <laughs> As always, I start off the show by asking the uh, co-host a uh, a question about what they've been doing in Pokemon lately since the last time we've seen them. Uh, you want to go first, Scrawn, or you want me to? I'll go first, sure. Okay. I've been actually been doing a lot. I've uh, been training another team of Pokemon. I'm still pretty old-fashioned in that way, so I still go through all of the super training. You know how Super training? Are. Okay, you could just horde battle. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't like it because I, like, don't have the stuff that's necessary for it. I mean, like, I know that, like, Venusaur is good for it because of, like, Sweet Scent and stuff, but, you know. I mean, any Pokemon with Sweet Scent, you don't really need Venusaur. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I was really proud <laughs> Go get of yourself name, an Oddish. A name that I gave to my Beedrill. Yeah? And uh, its name is Buzzkill. Ooh. 
Yeah, like dual meanings. Like it buzzes oh, and kills on the salsa. You can't huh? have the word kill on the on the polka thing. You can't. That's really? why. That's why you kill. use two capital I's. Ooh. <laughs> aren't re- that aren't banned. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah. Uh, Buzzkill yeah. actually worked without having to do that, though. The thing is, just because I had it all be one word. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. No, no, because, like, Sharpedo has that problem. Because Pedo's, oh. like, in the middle of the name. <laughs> so, like, they won't Sharp-pedo. let you send Sharpedo. <laughs> Sharpedo. Do you think he's uh, a pedophile? Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, both of us. Hide your wife. Hide your kid. Sharpedo's going for everyone. I'm not going to elaborate on this. <laughs> You're trying to get me to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I recently picked up or refound my uh, Pokemon TCG for the Game Boy Color, Ooh. and I've been playing that quite a bit, um, just pretty much figuring out what I have on it, because I have, like... Uh, almost as many cards there as I do in real life. Oh my I love goodness. I love listening to what you do all the time, Bo, like at the beginning of the show, because like, I just imagine like somebody new listening to the show and they're just like, wow, this guy, they have this guy who's like completely unqualified to be on a modern Pokemon podcast. Right. He's playing, like... he's playing Pokemon Blue and playing Pokemon. <laughs> the thing is, I want to I make it clear that like when X and Y came out, Bo and I would like battle all the time on the PSS and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you go listen to 115, actually, uh, Bo and I, with a bunch of other people, are oh, right. playing X and Y all at the same time. No, I yeah. promise, I promise I am not a Poka noob, Gen 1 or, or anything like that. I Seriously, I just have been on a... I really, really just have not been able to get to, into Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. There are a lot of people that have had a lot of problems with that. And... I just hate it. It's. I mean, I'm sure the game is great, and if I could get past, like... The part where I have to go through the motions, but I played through mm-hmm. Ruby and Sapphire so. Well, many they, times. they didn't do much change to it, you know. Like, it didn't. I there's don't no, know. There's no like new Pokemon in new areas. The Wonder Trade was the best thing that I had for alternatives. Was I was like, well, I could pretty much get random Pokemon, and the coolest thing I got was a Gumi. That's all nice. Right. But it's like, oh, this sucks early on because it has no stats and no yeah. attack except for like Bubble and Absorb. <laughs> <laughs> what can you? Uh, nobody can blame you for being a transient wanderer, most of us. You must go where the where the wind blows you. And I'm sure when the next games come out, I'll be all upon it because I'm all no, about. Definitely, I, I, I like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire weren't too much of an update. What I saw them as, I mean, I played them and I thought they were all right. You know, it's a Pokemon game. It's it's not like a bad game. It's just a Pokemon game, right? I saw right. it more as, like, a $30 DLC that I had to get so that I could be current in the metagame. Yeah. That's and what I, I saw it as. I didn't like, like that they didn't patch X and Y for the new Mega Stones. Mm-hmm. That's what, that, that's, that me upset me. That upset me a lot. Character customization, that bothered me a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the trainer customization I understand because they wanted to be true to the original games. But, mm. you know, it's just it's it's just one of those things. Yeah. One of those things. I don't know. I think it, when I found out that it wasn't going to be <laughs> a sequel like I wanted, I was just like, nope, shut it off, don't want to play it. I, I mean, <laughs> the one thing that does bug me is, like, because I, I frequent, like, Reddit and all this stuff to, like, get ideas and get see what's going on in the community right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, one thing that I see is people are just, like, enraged that there's no Battle Frontier. Yeah. They're just, like, enraged. 
And I'm just like, you know what, guys? It's like, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, yeah, I wish the fast, Battlefront fast, 2 was there. Fast. If you go on Reddit, you can find angry neckbeards raging about anything. <laughs> it's just Reddit. Or even, like, if you want to find the trolls, go to 4chan. If you want to what's find really the bad, What's really bad? What's really bad is I is I go to Reddit and I read all of the comments as if it's, like, <laughs> the same voice reading them, you know? And I just imagine this, like, one guy who's, like, who's essentially me but doesn't know – knows just a little bit less about Pokemon and cares a lot more. And that's what it's I imagine. probably not good for your mental health, Thatch. And it's just like – it's just like, let's calm down, guys. Let's calm down. Bring it to a halt. That's already a thing. Yeah, that's I'm just like, go play in Elmerald version. I mean – uh, actually, Missy and I are planning some kind of playthrough of like Leaf Green or something. And, nice. Uh, uh, we'll have more information on this soon, probably. <laughs> and we were just like, and so I was just thinking about that. I'm like, this is gonna be awful because it's before the physical special split. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna be able to do anything. It's I'm really, really awful. It's really <laughs> hard to judge attacks. Yeah. By like. Like, okay, oh, yeah, I'll just use Fire Punch, that's fine. Like, oh, no, that's definitely still a special move. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Alakazam could use this. And yeah, Alakazam would be great with Fire Punch. Yeah, and right? It, it was great with Fire it Punch. It was, it was. And then <laughs> and then the physical special split happened and made things so much better. Yeah, it made things make sense. But, oh, well. Either way, let's go on to the news. So, cue the epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. So in the news, again, there hasn't been that much. I'm hoping E3 brings us something. I know E3 has never really brought us anything before. Oops, my phone went off. Uh, uh, E3's never really brought us anything before because, I don't know, I don't know if you paid attention to E3, but the only I think the only time we got any significant Pokemon news was when Fairy-type was announced. That was at E3. <laughs> oh, cool. But... <laughs> Or was it was it even like fairy type, or was it just the Sylveon reveal? No, no, no. It was fairy type. It was the reveal that fairy type existed. Yeah. It I was during that Nintendo Direct. Because I was like, because I remember, and yeah. I was like, ah, because we were all we all knew it was coming too. Yeah. I think we kind of just felt it. And we're like, please no. <laughs> oh. I saw it's them actually, showing. They pulled like, up the type. They pulled up a screen with all the types except for fairy type on it, and I'm just like, I'm just like, here it comes. Yep. I remember watching the video like, oh no, here it is. Shoot. Oh, I don't to be know fair, why you guys fair, are hating, hating so hard. I mean, no, 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 no. In retrospect, I was very, very judgmental. I love fairy type now. Well, like, I, I accept it now, and now I just, like, don't have a choice but to love it. It's like, conform or forget mm-hmm. Pokemon, I guess. Or don't move forward with Pokemon. It's yeah. like, okay, I'll do it. I, I remember uh, both of us was like, moon type. Yeah. <laughs> moon type. Moon right. type. Okay, listen. <laughs> I've been okay with like I would I think they should have called it like magic type or something but or, yeah I don't know I mean, something that's not pink. pink that's all <laughs> not not a pink type that's all uh, that's what it turned into it turned into pink type uh there are so many non pink fairies that sh- no okay but yeah. almost Azumarill stop Whimsicott. it stop it <laughs> oh okay okay <laughs> uh, but either way. Uh, moving forward, we should be 
talking about other things. So, Pokemon, uh, first of all, I want to call out Hanakane. Or did I say that wrong? Strong, I know, that's tell me right. how to say Hanakane. It's Tanakane. Hanakane? Right. Am I right? Yep. Uh, he left us a comment, which you all can do on the website, listening to the podcast, and like leave us some feedback other than sending us an email. Uh, he he said that we we might have forgotten to do the news section last episode. Uh, 183 was actually an episode that we did like two days after episode 182, because I went on vacation last week, and I didn't have time to do the episode of the regular time, regularly scheduled time. So there's no mailbag, no news or anything, and so that May 21st, like, release that we were all, like, not, none of us, I don't think, people were getting very excited about thinking it was a main series game, mm. turned out to be Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Ah. Pokemon Super. Super Mystery Dungeon. Not just a regular Mystery Dungeon, but Super Mystery Dungeon. Well, uh, this one looks, uh... It looks similar to Gates of Infinity, but it's, like, supposedly you can choose for more starting Pokemon. Okay. And uh, it also will have more Pokemon in the game. That's uh, not much else is known. Like, what, the original what? Gates of Infinity didn't have many Pokemon in it mm-hmm. at all. It was, like, 100 plus, not even above 200, I believe. There's this no... one should, should have many more. There's no reason to make any more Pokemon games without all the Pokemon in them. Yeah, really. Like, it just feels so incomplete to me when you can't get them. Nope. Mm. It's just like, it's just like, but you have access to like 600 more characters. Please use them. Yeah. Yeah. It just sort of feels like they're cheaping out, you know? I mean, okay, so Mystery Dungeon games aren't just done for Pokemon, right? They're like, they're done for other franchises. I feel like whoever does Mystery Dungeon games literally just slaps a coat of paint on it for it. Probably. Mm. And it's the exact same game, like, every time, almost. Uh, I, I mean, I think I can speak for a great deal of Pokemon uh, fans that the original, like, not the original original, I mean, Pokemon Blue and Red were great, but, yeah. like, Explorers of Darkness, Time, and Sky, those were fantastic games. I have Sky, and I have not played it. They really are to. great. And Like, uh, I want to play it so that we can do some kind of review of it, like, on the show. And, like, screw on, I'll let you know when I finish it. All right. And we can we can work something out. Okay. But yeah, Super Mystery Dungeon slated to come out later this year in both US and Japan. And hopefully we'll get something. And I think it's like early twenty sixteen for for uh Europe. Sorry for yeah. your Europeans and getting things late and stuff. Probably because you leaked all of X and Y. <laughs> <laughs> Just heads up. Oh uh, yeah. Uh but <laughs> um the Americans have no right to be mean to Europeans. Actually, <laughs> I'm not mad at Europeans. Okay. Um, Europe- what about the 2015 International Challenge? The second one? Yeah. The second <laughs> they keep calling it the 2015 International Challenge. But they put this little tiny banner down and it says the month. So June is actually having... It's, it's VGC rules, VGC 2015 rules. And mm. uh, it's essentially the same thing as the April International Challenge. Yeah, uh, you get a thousand Pokemon Pokemiles for playing, and you of course get championship points if you uh, if you're in the top two fifty six, which will go to going to Worlds. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I think let me look at the championship point distribution because I don't think you get like a significant amount, like regardless of what you're doing. Like, yeah, you really need to get like because if you get sec- first or second place, you get twelve championship points. Hmm. And I think last year, or the year before that, it was like 400 championship points to get to Worlds. Huh. 
Wow. Uh, to put this in perspective, if you were to go to a regional event and you were to get first or second, you'd get 120 or 100 points. Mm. And for this online competition, you're getting 12. That's mm. if you're first and second, too. I mean, like, even, yeah. like, like, 33rd through 64th place, you get three. Yeah. Uh, but this it's is like a good opportunity garbage. if you're planning on going to nationals for PuckleCon to get a play point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll need five of those if you want to participate in the VGCs, and this one is a great way to get get it for you. As long I, as you have I have finally console. come to the realization that I probably will not be competing, but I will be there. Yeah. So well, I mean, at PuckleCon we're going to have things to do besides the actual tournament. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, we're going to work together as a Blackthorn Council and determine some like an itinerary of cool stuff we can do. It's Indianapolis. There's cool stuff. I mean, we're, there's going to be like Pokemon fans doing the exact same thing. Like all sorts of cool stuff will be going no. on. I mean, if anything, we can just like hang out and play Pokemon. Yeah. At some point, like, I do want to do. I do want to do like a group like podcast. You know. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like that weekend, I want there to be some like you know, we go to like some conference room or cram into a hotel room or something. Mm-hmm. And we just do, like, how many people are there podcast. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. It would be ridiculous, but awesome when we did it. We would have yeah. to have a talking stick. Yeah, we would definitely need a talking stick. Well, I'll bring a Pokeball that we pass around. Yeah, yeah, I have one, too. I mean, we, we can, can play some Smash, too. We could play, like, Splatoon. Yeah, nice. Man, I would love to have a Puckle, turn- uh, Puckle event at my house. It is, like, the perfect size. There's just, like... The proper areas for things. <laughs> like you could be smashed in this room, and then you could be as loud as you want down there. No, and then, no, like, we could we could do the same thing in like the hotel if like a bunch of us get like this in the same hotel. That's true. Mm. Yeah, I think that'd be a blast. But yeah. I don't know. We could all play Monopoly and not be friends afterwards. And oh, <laughs> that just sounds awful, Fatch. <laughs> Nobody likes Monopoly. Oh my. Goodness. I mean, if you play by the rules, a lot less feelings are hurt. Uh, uh, Who wants to play by the rules? You know what, Thatch? I think it's time we end this segment. (laughs) I'm just so put out right now. Okay, okay. Let me me see if there's any other, like, news real quick. But I didn't think I saw any. Um, uh, There are some new 3DS Pokemon themes. Uh, They have a Pokemon Shuffle theme. uh, An Eevee Collection theme. And a Mega Charizard X, because everybody knows Charizard was the most underappreciated Pokemon of this generation. Man, they could have done so much more really? with him. such a cool Pokemon. I don't know why they didn't hype yeah. him all the time. I don't know why they hyped Agreed. him Agreed. With a highly sarcastic undertone. Right? Yes. <laughs> I'm just so done with Charizard. Okay, so uh, before we go to our topic and everything today... Uh, we do have some Puckle news, which is really exciting and really hype because this is like one of the most looked forward to things that happen in Puckle every year. Mm. By every year, I mean last year. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so Puckle has a history of running like uh, gym leader like tournaments and stuff, or leagues, I guess you could call them, uh, where we have gym leaders and you guys come, you can battle us via Wi-Fi, and you get badges on the website and stuff. Shrek, yes. So Puckle started. Puckle has done them sporadically in the past, and then last year we did the quote-unquote Summer League, which was, we got eight guys together, we did gym battles and everything, and so we decided we'll try to do everything better again this year. So now we've got ten gym leaders, 
So you only need eight badges still. It actually starts literally right now. It's going on. Um, you can check out the website. You can get everybody's gym leader times and stuff. Mine is tomorrow. Uh, so if you're listening to this, like, right away, Monday, mm-hmm. 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, Thatch is online. You can come and battle my water team. That's going to be absolutely awful. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> So a lot of us on the Blackthorn Council have been working hard on putting this together for mm-hmm. you, but I would like to give a shout out to uh, the fluffiest Whimsicott for. Uh, oh yes, she's, she's been uh, working very hard in getting these gym leader portraits for us, which this I is, really think adds to it. This has and come she, out to be like one of the best summer leagues I think we've ha- ever had. Yeah, so a shout out to the fluffiest Whimsicott. You do a gr- great job. Uh, uh, I would like to. I would like to say to everybody that there is no sign up required for this. All you need is a pucklepodcast.com account, and you just need to show it to our chat box. I'll be there from 6 to 8 tomorrow, guaranteed. And uh, we won't ask you for money. We promise. <laughs> so don't be scared. No, of course not. Uh, but yeah, you can come and battle me, earn my badge. Uh, my team is incredibly... It holds me back very, very much so. Uh, I'm <laughs> Bring so an electric or grass type. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. just hated this team so much. I play tested it, and I was just like, "This is awful." But and like, I tried to make it better, but I couldn't. I Put couldn't a mega make it better. Slow bro on it, huh? Put a mega slow bro on it. I tried, but it didn't like to make things work mm. out the way I wanted them to work out. It just wasn't happening. Okay. Like my original version had like mega slow bro and Ludicolo. Oh, because Ludicolo is so awesome. Yes. Yeah, he is. It's uh, just ludicrous, you know. I actually had him in uh there is that there's that competition back in February where you could only use Hoenn Pokemon. Uh yeah, so online you can ho- and Hoenn uh, your skills. <laughs> yeah. And so I was on that and I had a I had a Ludicolo on that team. Because like I built it specifically so it could stop like Mega Blaziken. Yeah, because Ludicolo can, if you build it correctly, counter Mega Blaziken. Mm, it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. So, uh, how did it do against everything else, though? I mean, the team worked out pretty well. Like, I was running, uh, not Mega Sableye. I was running something else, Mega. I'd have to double check that team. It was a decent team. I mean, my biggest worry was uh, Mega Elements, which was definitely rampant during that tournament. Uh, and uh, I built a Regice that was specifically for taking out Salamence. Nice. It could only, it could only like, it could, it could, it took a three KO from Mega Salamence to take it out. Yeah. And it would, it could one hit KO it with an Ice Beam. So that's yeah. nice. It was awesome. I mean, there's not much that wouldn't one hit KO a Flying Dragon type though. <laughs> yeah. But it was Mega Salamence. You know, it's just that thing's scary. <laughs> Yeah, that dude looks scary. He's he's definitely scary. I was gonna it's, run Mega Sableye for it, but I decided against it. You know, it's not so much that it looks scary; it's just it's really powerful. Yeah, it's just it's just like I I just didn't want to do it, and I ended I did pretty well that tournament though. It's a hang glider with a face. Uh, let's see. Okay, so that's so yeah, Puckle Podcast Summer League. It's happening now. It's going until the end of July, or it's like a couple days in August. It goes on. And then we start, like, an anime-style tournament for those of you who have eight badges. And I think later this week we'll reveal the prize for the winner, and it'll be awesome. Yep. See you so there. Check that out. Uh, Scrawn's a gym leader. Battle him. Wait, beat him pretty easily. And take his badge. <laughs> hey! And, uh, I just gotta poke fun at you, Scrawn. Uh, 
Okay. It's my job. I see. (laughs) The feeling is mutual. I mean, they're going to take me out pretty easily. My team's Uh, absolutely awful. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll take you all on. (laughs) I can't attest to how Do you have your gym time picked out? Yeah, I'm going to be doing uh, Sundays. Oh, so like two times. So technically, when we're recording this, if you happen (laughs) to be there, you could do it. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, uh, no. I need to get my team finished up by the end of the night now. All right. So uh, that's it for the news. We're going to go after this short break. We'll be back with some topicness. Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today. And welcome back. So, our topic today is a little bit different than our usual topics. Bo and I were just we're talking about playing retro games so often recently. And so I just actually brought my Nintendo 64 back after my after my vacation and all this other stuff. So I thought it'd be appropriate for us to talk about, you know, how Pokemon was gen prior to Gen 3. And I thought it wouldn't. <laughs> and Scrawn apparently <laughs> Scrawn apparently did not play Gen 1 or 2 when yeah. they were current. Uh-huh. Yeah, I started in uh, Gen 3. In well, cool just sit down, young whippersnapper, and we'll yeah. tell you how it was. Yeah. Did you ever play any of the Game Boy Color games, Kron? Nope. Really? Never? What? Never. You never played, like, any of them? Mm-mm. Okay, so, like, in 2010, this or maybe, yeah, 2010, that sounds right, uh, this guy came out with this video. It's He was Alex Day. He's a musician on YouTube, or was. I don't know if he still is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he came I... out with this song called Pokemon What Happened to You. Uh, I listened to that today. <laughs> as well, just like by happenstance. Uh, Is he a Gen 1-er? Uh, no, he, well, the song feels very Gen 1-er-ish after listening to it. But he definitely like played Pokemon at the time because he had like a DSi and everything. And right. He, he was current with it. and The song messed up because he sings uh, how... He doesn't even like Gen 2 because he likes... When Ditto wasn't used for sex, and then yeah. he says he's like when lap when uh how Squirtle looks like Lapras on water like mm-hmm. yeah that's Gen two like Seal on water you are wrong yeah. Yeah. you play Gold and Silver yeah right and <laughs> it's just uh but either way like Gen one and two were like that was the time to be playing some Pokemon mm. I don't know what it's like to be a kid now like an eight year old playing like X and Y yeah my mind would be blown because like. I don't know, like, do you still, do enough of your friends play Pokemon that is, like, an obsession? Like, hmm. I don't know. I it's think, like, it like it's thing. definitely a big learning curve. It's like a whole other world that you just have to... I mean, it. definitely now, because there used to be, like, in Gen 1 and 2, the EVs and IV system were just completely different. They didn't matter. Yeah, they didn't really matter. Uh, because, like, I think you could still max out stats regardless of what Pokemon it was. I don't know that base stats actually mattered too much. Yeah, I don't... Mm. I don't want to claim that, because somebody's going to call me out and then stop listening to the show because I'm an uninformed goob. Well, considering with, like, uh, shinies and stuff, 
Uh, shinies were calculated completely differently, yeah. They were based on uh, IVs, IVs, actually. I mean, the only uh, shiny unknowns you could get were I and V. Yeah, because the shapes of the unknown were... That's that's ironic, actually. Yes. It's IV, yeah. No it's way. really quite funny. Uh, yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> huh. Uh, it is pretty fun. Let's see. Stat experience was what it was called in Gen two, Gen one and two. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't called IVs or it wasn't called EVs. It was called stat experience. So in generations one and two, effort points given are equal to the base stat stats of the defeated Pokemon species. The Pokemon data structure contains two EV bytes for each of the five stats because they did not split special into special defense and special attack. Nope. I keep forgetting that that didn't happen. Uh, starting at zero, when caught with a maximum EV of six five five three five for each stat, when a Pokemon is defeated, its base stats are converted to effort points and then added to the EVs. For example, defeating a Mew grants a hundred effort points to each EV. Defeating six hundred fifty six Mew therefore will give a Pokemon maximum EVs in each stat. EVs are factored into a Pokemon's stats when it levels up. Additionally, EVs are calculated into stats when a Pokemon is taken from Bill's PC. This is called the quote-unquote box trick. A Pokemon will reach, which reaches level 100 can continue to acquire EVs up into the maximum in the stat using the box trick. Which is actually, like, kind of back now. Like, EVs can be are recalculated actually in Gen 6 again in the box. Fun fact. Huh. Yeah. I know wow. that. So, like, you can still EV train a level 100 Pokemon. Cool. Fun fact. Because the box trick was actually, like, something incredibly useful. I always thought that it just happened. Mm -mm. Like, hmm. No. Uh, vitamins uh, added 2,560 2, to one stat's EV, but cannot go above. It's just like uh, vitamins today. You can only use 10 of them. Mm -hmm. Uh Experience all does not share stat experience like it does now. Uh, at level 100, the formula for determining the stat difference between a Pokemon trained in the stat and untrained is approximately the square root of the stat experience divided by 4. This sounds absolutely horrid. You know, that's all that I'm learning from what you're saying is that Gen 1 was really boring. <laughs> Whoa, not true. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not true at all, uh, except for the whole you need a link cable to trade thing. That was awful because then you like like because you're you're eight years old and you can't buy things because you have no monies. You don't have a link cable, but your one friend's parents bought them it, and then there's you have like the one. Okay, so if you look at like how Japan plays Pokemon versus the way the U.S. plays Pokemon, it's completely different, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're so much more friendly in Japan and are willing to just trade stuff. You know, like here, have this Reshiram that I have, as long as you give me this, and we're happy. No, your friend on the playground's like ten dollars to use my link cable, man. <laughs> what? You need to evolve your Gengar. Oh, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was always just like nope. Yep. Because like now, me and my friends do that all the time. Like, hey, can mm -hmm. I borrow your whatever version to evolve my Gengar? Like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, when you're a kid, though, you're, like, charging people to use your link cable and stuff. Yeah, okay, but you have to trade me your uh, whatever so I can keep it. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I had several times where people, like, stole Pokemon from me that way, too. Really? Oh, yeah. 
Like, I had this really awesome Dragonite. I mean, it probably wasn't awesome, but I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, in Gold and Silver. And some guy, like, traded, like, wanted the, needed the Dragonite in his Pokedex and didn't want to have to level up his Dragonair or Dratini all the way. I was like, sure, I'll just, like, trade you my Dragonite and you can trade it back to me. And then and the just, kid didn't trade it back. It took off. Well, he didn't take off like I saw him. And then I'm just like, hey, can I get my Dragonite back? And he's like, no, I'm not giving it back to you. And it's not no. like you can go tell a teacher that or anything. Cause I it's would just have like, told an adult. Well, yeah, it's like, hey, you want to buy some weed, man? Like, you sell it on the playground, and then you're like, nope, I'm not giving you money now. Then you go yeah. to the teacher, because that's about how bad it was as kids anyway. Yeah, like, right? Hey, he didn't give me my weed money. <laughs> <laughs> that's such that's such an almost good analogy. Uh, almost. I remember, actually, this is something that Thatch may find interesting. When I was in second grade... There was, like, an underground Pokemon trading card. Yes. Like, but yeah. we didn't actually know how to play the game, but we'd always, like, trade cards with each other just for fun. Mm-hmm. I like this Pokemon more. And I actually had just traded for a Feraligator. I traded a bunch of stuff for it. <laughs> and then the teacher took it and was like, you oh, can no. come get this after school with your mother. Did you come and get it? No. What? I was too afraid to tell my mother that I had been for playing. Feraligator? <laughs> yes. Too afraid yeah. to tell your mom you were trading Pokemon cards in school? Yes. I, I was a, I was a, a sheltered child. When I, when I first got Pokemon cards, my mom, like, was so worried that I was gonna trade wrong or something. Mm-hmm. She was just like, you're gonna trade the wrong ones away, da 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 da. And I didn't. Oh. Yeah. I, I made some pretty good trades. I've known people, like, little kids who will, like, trade EXs and stuff. And stuff that looks yeah, I, I just wouldn't trust a kid to trade. Like, I, I understand completely. Like, if I had a six-year-old right now, and he had some Pokemon cards, I'd be like, I'm going to watch you do every single trade. Oh, yeah. No way. <laughs> I would, I would in fact, I would just, I would let him do his own trades, but I'd give him his trade binder. I'd be like, nope, these are the ones that you don't trade. These are the ones that you keep. <laughs> yep. These are the ones that you can trade. Yes. And if somebody asks 100%. These, then you can you can have me present there, and you can do all the trading, and I'll let you know if it's a fair trade or not. Oh wait, then Scrawn. So did you did you ever have like a GameCube then? Yeah. Okay, so did you have like uh, Coliseum and XD? Yeah. So you did do like couch battles. Oh, uh, what do you mean by couch battles? Like you played people like on the TV. Oh yeah, that okay, was fun. thank God because that's the one thing I miss more than anything. And, oh you know, yeah! It, it like hit yeah. me right in the heart. Like okay, because uh, I think there's a bingo card of like things Thatch mentions on the podcast way too much. So mm-hmm. we're gonna circle. We're gonna we're all gonna cross out and we're gonna blacken the one that says Pokemon Stadium three. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yep, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cross that one out right there. And um, we're gonna. But I'm not saying that we need Stadium three. But like what I was really hit with was like they're they're not planning like one of those games on the Wii U. You know something where you can. Hook the 3DS up to it, which it obviously can because you can use a controller for Smash Brothers, right? Uh-huh. I just want, like, I want to hook it up there and I want to battle somebody, you know, on the TV. That's all I want. Like, even if I could just show what's on my 3DS screen on the TV, you know, that's why, uh-huh. like, I'm almost tempted to get a capture card just for that. And That's pretty tempting, you know? Oh, man. I mean, I'd rather not spend $300 for it, but I would love to do that because that's just one of those things that's, like, always been in my head, you know? Yeah. Like, that's one of my best memories 
Uh, actually, did I tell, did I, did I ever mention this on the show? So, like, Puckle, before it was a podcast, was just supposed to be, like, a group of people that hung out and played Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we used to actually have, like, IRL tournaments. Mm-hmm. And so there were, like, six or eight of us at some, some, like, really rich kid's house. And we, like, brought the Wii and we had Battle Revolution. It was Gen 4, heyday of Pokemon. The best generation. I'm gonna drill this into the ground. <laughs> and uh, we used to get together, and we just did like a couch tournament. It was awesome. And nice. we were doing like uh, we were doing two v two battles and everything. It was <laughs> a blast. It was just so much fun. I miss doing that so much. I just wish I could do that again. Like I don't even like literally. If they just gave me like a ten dollar download on the Wii, so I could like play Pokemon on on the TV. Like, that's all I want. Yeah, that'd be. Amazing. Because I was totally playing, like, over my vacation. I was playing Pokemon Stadium, like, all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I play Pokemon Stadium, too, like, daily. <laughs> it's just, so awesome. I, I do it to get mystery gifts. I do it to, um, I mean, just to, like, trade stuff over. My friend, mm-hmm. um, Candy Bars, that I mentioned last candy time. Candy Bars. Um, he, yeah, he's working on his own living decks for Crystal now. Yeah. And so, like, he's just, like, trading stuff all the time. And he's so like, you just hey. play Pokemon Stadium 1 to get, like, extra starters? Well, we we do that to trade because I don't have a Game Boy Color Link cable right now. Okay. I have one. Well, you know, you know, in like Stadium One, you could go and if you beat the Elite Four, you get a Pokemon. Or I could spend seven minutes just the game again, which is a lot faster than beating the Elite Four on Pokemon. Yeah, but you get like you get like Kabuto and Ammonite and Eevee and. I mean, I've got I don't know how many of those. I have as many as you want, just from the years of playing games. That's probably true. Just, and I just like, okay, I've got Omanite now, and I traded up to silver, and I've oh, got like, you know, you know, one of the things I never like, I I just took for granted when I had Pokemon Stadium. What's that? Uh, they have boxes in there, like Pokemon Bank. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I that. took that for granted for so long. I abused oh. the heck out of them. I have like all of my cool Pokemon that I never want to die on there because yeah. Uh, those aren't like the Game Boy Color games with the the battery's not gonna fry in them, and they're yeah. not. Yep, it's so true. But they will be on that memory card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also be stuck there. They could be. Mm. I mean, it's okay, but it's so like I totally miss Pokemon Stadium because that was a blast when I was a kid. I remember I used to play that all the time. Uh, I actually have never played the Stadium. Oh I, my gosh! I started. With Coliseum, Gale of Darkness, and then I played Battle Revolution, which I actually thought was pretty cool. I spent a lot of time on that. Battle, okay, so Battle Revolution was essentially what I would think is a, uh, is, is more of like a Battle Frontier entry, almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Like an add on mm. Battle Frontier. And it has cooler items, too. Like, let me get that out of the way. It's got cooler items. Oh, yeah. No, and there was... You get, you get Electivire and a Magmordar. And yeah. Electivire, to this day, is still, like, one of my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> well... Uh, I remember, like, you could, like, personalize your character. Oh, yeah, it was, like, like it was the first the trainer classes. customization. First then you could actually, like, battle people online, which was what I really liked. It was, it was the first time random battle was used. Yeah. Like, random matchups, because random matchups didn't exist before that. I hated that. I mean, and of Because you had to have a friend to get it. And it was introduced during the, um, the game with the most legendaries. Yes. Gosh, that there was used so... To be so much, no, they, yeah. when they first opened it up, I think they didn't let you have legendaries on it, like, at all. 
Mm-mm. Every and time I fought, every single battle was like... No, was no, no, it was, it was a huge deal, because like when I first opened it up, you couldn't use legendaries. Oh, okay. And then they fixed it like right away, like, but... There, there were multiple like formats you could do, and there were like different battle rules, like mm-hmm. a lot of battle rules, according to like the in-game ones. Oh, there were. There were a lot. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, and it was pretty competitive too, because you could like engage sleep claws, Ooh. and yeah, there was like, there was, there was a setting to be like, only one Pokemon can be asleep at a time. So like, if your opponent would try to use hypnosis and put a second Pokemon to sleep, it would, uh, it just would fail. There was a pretty mean, uh, strategy with Parasect and Mr. Mime. What is that? I don't really remember it, but it had to do with Spore. Oh, of it course. It had to do with Mr. Mime, like, setting stuff up, or, like, mm-hmm. doing Dream Eater or something. I think that's what it was. Hmm. Maybe it was Jinx. I don't remember. Anything with Dream Eater, period. Mm, yeah. That would work. <laughs> like, Gengar. But Mr. Mime has Filter, though, so it doesn't oh. take as much damage from super effective attacks. Like, mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like one of the I, I don't know. I miss I miss all of those games. I this this episode turned into like being about Gen 1 and 2. Just, to just being about Pokemon console games. <laughs> and like if we're going to talk about console games in which it, Gen 2 at least, um Pokemon Stadium 2 all of the stadium matches are incredibly just stupid hard. Yeah, they get they get really hard. It was really challenging. And the thing is, like, I don't know that much about how to do, like, the EV training in those games. Mm-hmm. And so that makes it hard. There was no cap, uh, fun well, fact, for well, EVs first in the game. all, the Pokemon are at level 100. So you yeah. can either use rental Pokemon or train six of your Pokemon yourself up to level 100. So which that's, is hard. Which is really hard. It's hard in Gen 1. Um, Gen 2. Gen, and, Gen 1 not so much, because you could play the glitch, but Gen 2 didn't have a glitch like that. Right, but yeah. Um, and then... So then you, like, play through those, and then you get to, like, the Master's Cup. And it's, like, mm-hmm. the Elite Four, but, um, there's eight in a row. And yeah. so, like, when you get to the eighth one, you've already invested, like, an hour and a half into this, right? Yeah. And then you lose, because he's got a Mew as his first Pokemon. And you're like, okay. Uh, and it's... That's it. And it's like, well, I, I don't really want to spend another hour and a half getting here to lose to Mew again just to see what yeah. his second attack is. Oh, so, man, those challenges were so, like, people are complaining about No Battle Frontier. We could just have, like, a $20, like, eShop title Battle that Frontier. just has, like, that stuff in it and the ability to, like, play against each other, and I would be so happy. I just I really re- hope like a Nintendo representative is listening to us right now. I doubt it. But like literally that's all you need and that's like nothing. And the problem is you don't need Nintendo to do it. You need like Game Freak to sign off on it. Or not Game Freak, but Pokemon International to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem because Pokemon International acts as such a different company. Like they they run independently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, whatever. Uh speaking of the older games were there was there were there berries back then? Gen two, and they pretty much did what the new ones do, uh, except they were far more blatant in their purposes from their names. Yep, oh, there was yeah. paralyzed cure berry, the poison cure berry, yeah. the ice berry, the burn berry. Yeah, yeah. It was, and then there was one just called berry. Yeah, berry. That was ten. There's the gold berry, which healed you thirty. So that's the citrus yeah. and orange, and then you you pretty much have like the Ross. You have like a very basic set of berries. Yeah, I I thought there was a berry that woke you up, but maybe not. Yeah, no, there's an awakening berry or something like that. Awakening, yeah. 
It was absolutely, like, the name, it was a Gen 2 introduction, because what happened was, when you got your starter Pokemon, it was holding, like, a berry, which nice. was the equivalent of the Orin berry now. And so, like, yeah. it was just to teach you, because, like, if you got your Pokemon got low, it's like, I'm going to eat this. And it's just, because hold items were also introduced in that generation. Like, Gen 2 opened up a lot of, like, modern gameplay mechanics. Like, the only thing you're missing is the physical special split and modern IV EV system. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing you're missing. And, oh, uh, so here's a list of berries. Uh, berries, bow. It's berry, gold berry, which are the orange and citrus berry. Okay. And the mystery berry, which restores 5 PP, which is close enough to the lepa berry. Okay. Yeah, that does 10 PP now. You have the miracle berry, which cures any status condition, so that's the lum berry. Right. The mint berry cures sleep. Sleep, mint berry, okay. Uh, there's the burnt berry that cures freeze. The ice berry that bur- cures burn. The bitter berry, which cures confusion. The paralyzed cure berry. And the poison cure berry. So, so they, they just gave up on like the last two. They just gave up. Like, like they came up with like good names until they were just like paralyzed cure and po- it's not even like spelled out paralyzed cure and poison cure. It's PRZ cure and PSN cure. So it's Pritz cure and Pizen cure. Pizen cure. But, like, at least poison was easy enough to understand because that's, like, the little letters that they would have when you got poisoned. But... Mm-hmm. And poison also looked far more deadly because, like, a little, like, skull and crossbones would come up on the screen every turn. <laughs> ah, it's so scary. But, yeah. You better believe poison is scary. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would say that, Scrum. Uh-huh. Of course you would say that. But yeah, there were berries, and like, there were a lot of mechanics introduced in Gen 2. Gen 2 just was like, Gen 2 introduced so much. And the day and night cycle was awesome. I remember being yeah. so excited. Like, as a kid, because it's a big deal, because you actually have like a bedtime. Now, yeah. not so much. The thing I didn't like about it was that it was like from 6 to 6, because I was never yeah. up at 6 a.m., and 6 p.m. just was not night. If it was yeah. like 8, to 8 or 9 to 9, that would have been a lot better. I mean, I, it changed, it changed with Harkle to Silver, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. I remember playing it because, like, I got it when I was a kid, and the first time I got it, it was, uh, it was, I got it, I, I used to do martial arts, it was, like, after my martial arts practice. I, my mom's like, look, I got you silver version, and so I got it, and I opened it up, and I was just so, I was just so engaged by this game. And, uh, because, like, I was super excited, like, my friend had gotten it a couple weeks ago, because this was, this was back before Thatcher was a very uninformed video gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> it, it, it's also when Thatch became a very informed video gamer. This was the turning point in my life when I decided that I was going to be on top of all of this. It was your mother's fault. <laughs> uh, I mean, she was always very into it. My mom got into video games with me, like hardcore. Nice. She never played Pokemon with me, but she always got. Uh, she would always uh, play like Super Mario and stuff with me and everything. Wow. I remember you talking about your mom's getting super into uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, life. she's super gotten Animal Crossing with me. And, like, you know, she used to play... She played literally everything with me, but I think Pokemon. Which is really odd, but... You know, it was just... It was a lot of fun playing. And, you know, she got me... A, she she subscribed me to Nintendo Power right away. <laughs> and all this other stuff. And that's, like, when I became, like... I just became, like, this information sponge for video games. Uh, but then I don't remember how EVs work in Gen 1. So. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, this I, I think that's a good talk. Uh, I I I think that there's a there's yeah. an overlying theme here we need to discuss, and what? it's what Pokemon has done to our our souls. It's it's taken away too much of my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Dude, I I love everything about what Pokemon has done for me. I yeah. I mean, I love competitive. I'm not great at it, but I'm good enough I mean, at it. Yeah. Um it's... I I love I love playing, I love talking about it, I love reminiscing. Like I mean, I love the friends that I've made from it. Like mm-hmm. I've made a significant number of friends from it. Like App and I wouldn't have been friends unless we played Pokemon. Like <laughs> we're friends for other reasons too. We play other games together and we do other things. But like the reason App and I became friends because we played Pokemon. Uh, all of you guys, honestly, like I consider everybody on the council and everybody on the writing staff my friend. Uh, and there are plenty of other people in the Puckle community I love as well. Like, I, and all the people I've met through the years, like all of those people, awesome people. I'm I can't wait for PuckleCon. I get to hang out with you guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, man, I don't know because if I don't get a different job, there's yeah. no way I'm going to be able to go. I know if I it's fine. Man, no, it's not fine. I want to go. <laughs> uh, but I'm the same way. Like, people, my friends, like, people around my town, because mm-hmm. um, we have, I have a relatively small town. They all know me as, like, the Pokemon guy. And yeah. so, like, somebody has Pokemon things. They're just like, oh, hey, by the way, I saw this thing and I got it for you. I'm like, awesome. Yeah, cool. And so people just get me stuff all the time. For Christmas, I got a Pokemon belt and Pokemon suspenders. I wear the belt, like, every day. Yeah. Um, And yeah. I have, like, and I always just decked in Pokefinelia. I have three Pokemon keychains on my, <laughs> and and I have a Gengar lanyard. So yeah. like, a Char- I have a Charizard wallet, a Pokemon belt. I have all the badges inside my vest. So like, of course. Knows. Hey, I'm of a- course. Yeah, by the way. Um, yeah, it's like one day of the week, but I usually have like six Pokemon just on me, basically. <laughs> so I mean, there is a re- redeeming quality. For me, and it's that at college, a friend of mine just randomly one day gave me a Pokemon Yellow version. Yeah. Wait, did you? Know, oh my gosh, you never played it. I haven't. I just don't have a Game Boy Color. Oh no. I have two Game Boy Colors and three Game Boy Advances. Can you like use an SP for that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh I might have to. I That's what I'm using that. right now for all my Game Boy Color games. In yeah. fact, sitting on top of them right now. Wow. Yeah, go play it, Scron. Like, right after this. Yeah, you can even quit right now. We won't care. <laughs> Alright, see ya. But yeah, Pokemon's been awesome. Uh, I guess it's turned more into a reminiscence episode. I hope nobody hates us. Oops. Uh, we'll get we'll get something good next week. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's go to the commercial break. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. Oh, hey, Scron. You wouldn't have anything to drink, would you? Why, I just so happen to have this extra can of green Tauros. I mean, yeah, that'll work. Alright, here you go. It definitely won't give you hooves. <laughs> I mean, okay. That <laughs> really hit the spot with the uh, definitely not sugar flavor, and it, it's, it really just tastes like heaven. Oh, I dropped a can. Oh man, my hands are totally hooves. Gotcha. <laughs> Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Poke of the episode. And welcome back to the Puckle Podcast. We're here with this week's Pokemon of the episode. 
Our poke this week is National Dex number 24, Arbok, the Cobra Pokemon. Its Generation 2 Pokedex entry states, Transfixing prey with the face-like pattern on its belly, it binds and poisons the frightened victim. With a very vengeful nature, it won't give up the chase no matter how far once it targets its prey. Now, fun fact, going to those Pokedex entries, did you know that if you look at all of, like, Arbok's, like, patterns on its chest, it changes from generation to generation? It changes from region to region. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Uh, Each region has a different Mm -hmm. Arbok. A different Arbok pattern. It's so cool. Arbok is really a fantastically underrated Pokemon. You think so? Is I'm pretty sure it's still NU. It's a fantastic Pokemon. The problem with all these Pokemon that we pick is that we always pick these NU Pokemon. Yeah, I'm not like uh, you do. If you're missing the essence of Pokemon, if you're going to define them by titles, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not because Arbok's actually like in its tier. I think it's pretty decent. Yeah, Um, it's uh, competitively. uh, Here I go in my competitive mode. Uh, it has two very good abilities in both Shed Skin and Intimidate. It's really hard to choose between them. Oh, man, that uh, is actually really yeah. awesome. That's actually a really awesome choice. Mm-hmm. Shed Skin will get rid of all the status, and then Intimidate's just good in general. I chose Intimidate for mine. Um, what is good about it is that it has a significantly good egg move and Sucker Punch. Which oh, yeah, a good Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah, my gosh. That, that's something that its rival, Seviper, doesn't have. Um, no, and Seviper could... definitely has Sucker Punch. Well, that's something that I share. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, um, the thing that I believe I will find... There's something that Arbok has that Seviper does not. And the the set I use on Arbok is... Uh, it's a coil set. Yeah. And it uses Sucker Punch. It uses, I think, Aqua Tail. And it uses Gunk Shot. Ooh. And Gunkshot just destroys. Gunkshot's like the poison type fire blast. It's yeah. Awesome. Um, um. I mean, yeah, because of coil like raising accuracy, it's mm-hmm. like close to one hundred percent on that. Really, that's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Um, no, yeah, it should be really close to one hundred percent because it, it gives it the same percentage raise as compound dies on Galvantula. And okay. the 70% Thunder cranks up to 91% on the Galvantula. Um, okay, I checked. It is Sucker Punch. Is Viper does not get it. What? I thought he did. Yep. Uh, nope. She's wrong again. I'm wrong. Uh, I'm on podcast, and I didn't know that Viper didn't get Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god. It's just not even that bad. <laughs> just, god. Oh, but, oh, um... Seviper is a really cool Pokemon. For He's got a reasons. really cool shiny, actually. I Partially like because I know that there are people just waiting for us to say it out there. What? Its name backward is Cobra with a K. Yeah, but that's dumb. <laughs> Why is it uh, Cobra with a C? Because uh, yeah. that's not how you end English words. Its uh, hidden ability is Unnerve, which isn't too good, but Nobody still viable. Really um, it doesn't really have high stats, but it I mean, yeah, that's probably why it's so far away. I wish they had just given it more because it's such a huge, awesome Cobra. Poison type at least got a buff this gen, which... Yeah. Its shiny form is golden, for gonna say. It's 
Yeah, it's so cool. I like it. I like it shining um, a lot, actually. And actually, I actually pride my... Uh, sorry, I said actually twice there. Uh, I pride myself on being able to do an Arbok call from the anime. Oh, do it. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> good enough. Hey, mate. It was good. Ah, yeah, like there's it. not much trivia in Arbok other than the fact that like his patterns change, I guess. Uh, mm. The one thing I do want to point out is that every time on these Bulbapedia pages, I just glance over it. But I, I think the one game that we do not talk about enough on this show is Pokemon Conquest. Yeah, I was just there. Right? Uh, think yeah. it, because the artwork for it is just so awesome in Conquest. It's just mm-hmm. so good. Conquest was so good. Uh, um, do you know what that... what uh, The merging of Pokemon Conquest is a merging between the Pokemon franchise and o- uh, Nobunaga's... Yeah, I do that. Quest. Yeah, okay, cool. this is the fun fact. But I like the Pokemon coat of paint. Yeah. So, it's Pokemon. a good picture. Pokemon. Uh, but yeah, is there's not much else on Arbok. If you want to know some more and get some cool sets on Arbok, you should check out Scrawn's In the Meta article this week. So get yes. on it, Puckle people. Puckle Check people. it out at PucklePodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com. So let's go on to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Sending your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hopes. If only, like, a real company would pay me to say something like that. Uh, <laughs> but as always, our in, in our email, we were, are giving out a mailbag badge on the website, pucklepodcast.com, to an email we think deserves it. It doesn't have to be, like, if there's nothing we don't think we think is, like, awesome this week, we don't have to give it out. But we'll see what, what happens. What do you if mean? You want, when if you ever want that, yeah. don't sign anyone uh, an email badge, don't feel bad. Yeah, don't feel bad. If you, you want just... to send us an, an email on a future podcast, send it to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and we will more than likely read it on the show. Unless it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, check your grammar. We'll still probably read it if it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you got this first one, for, right, Bo, from uh, Pixelated Youngster. Insert nice greeting here. You know what, Puckle? You don't deserve a nice greeting from me today. I'm writing this email straight out of my heart and emotions. I usually write my emails a few days after the podcast, but I just finished watching, and I'm writing it now, so I remember how I felt. Here's a quick He's probably recap. upset that there's a blank screen in front of him the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it means listening. Yeah, I know, I know. Anyway, here's a quick recap of last episode's mailbag se- segment. That, I think Pixelated Youngster was great, but I'm going for Palkia. My heart was crushed five minutes ago, but then, out of nowhere... My hero Ethan threw in his hat for me, and I thought, I have this. Come on, Shamu. And what happens? My heart was crushed, and Palkia won. Okay, I'd like to point out that the mailbag for episode 182 was one of the best mailbags I think we've ever had. It All was, right. We asked, we asked people to tell stories about them and their mom. Oh, my gosh. And it was absolutely awesome. Like, every <laughs> email, what like any other week, 
every single one of those emails, if they were in, in, emailed individually on their own, we would have just given them all the mailbag. <laughs> okay. I would like to tell uh, Pixelator the youngster right now, you're not the only one whose heart has been crushed by Dr. Shamu. <laughs> Oh. He crushes everybody's heart. It's okay. I'd like to say that Ethan is now my favorite member of Puckle. No offense, and congrats. Offense taken. Yeah, offense taken. I wasn't even there, but I'm offense. Uh, I should be everyone's favorite. And congrats to Palkia because I know when I lose. But this just gives me five percent more motivation to win the mailbag badge, even if it isn't this episode, because I spent all my time ranting. Okay, let's get to business, shall we? I really hope you guys were right last week when you described how you're supposed to drop uh, off a Pokemon. Wait. Supposed to drop off Pokemon a little, but then nobody cares what you think in college. Collage. (laughs) You guys described a wonderland for me, and I've never been so excited for college ever. Let's just hope that when I get uh, to college in like nine years that this podcast is still going. Wouldn't that be awesome? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've... Almost done that once. <laughs> We've almost done nine years, I guess. If that would be sick. Puckle would be able to drive. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be awful. If Puckle was able to drive, I'd be so sad. Wait, I'd be 30 by the time we got there. Yeah, I would be way over 30. <laughs> I'd be 33 if it went on for nine more years. I'd be 31. <laughs> I mean, it might go that long. Who knows? Oh gosh. All right, well, yeah, that's the only time we'll tell. Yeah. Uh, so the mailbag. Uh, so the mailbag was game speculation for next year. I'm going to assume this is for all games, not just Pokemon, and it's what I hope to see, not things that might actually happen. Am I right? Well, let's get into it. I really hope to see Pokemon GBA go- games go to virtual console or something like that on the Wii U and 3DS eShop so I don't have to worry about getting fake ones on eBay. <laughs> you all remember how that went for me. Another thing I'd like to see is, and remember... This is probably never going to happen, but Pokemon Game Maker. It would be just like Mario Maker for the Wii U, except Pokemon. Oh, that, that, that would take cool. a lot more. That like, would be Mar- a lot more, because Mario is like, I'm going to put a block here, and a yeah. question mark block here, yeah, Pokemon's and a- one more block here. Done. Turn-based RPGs. <laughs> the <laughs> actual, like, overworld wouldn't be too hard. It's not too similar from, like, what RPG yeah. Maker is right now. Yeah, they no. have something for this actually for Pokemon. Actually, something very similar where you can make your fan game in it really easily. Huh. Yeah, that's awesome. But anyway, um, nothing else to say about it. But you better believe it. By the way, for the rest of my emails, I'm going to be putting in crummy anime references like that. Sorry, but not sorry for the long email. See ya, Ethan. P.S. Haha. See what I did there. Oh, I get what the oh, I get what the anime nothing reference Nothing else was. to say about it, but you better believe it. Right? But you better believe it. Yeah. Uh, what is that from? Naruto. 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 Believe it. Believe it. Okay. okay. Here we go. So this next one is from uh, Master Fish. Howdy, Puckle people been a listener for about six months now, and I am thoroughly enjoy, enjoying y'all, so I decided to finally write in. Are you from Texas? That would be awesome. I say y'all. No, you don't. Yes, Shut I do. You're I'm from, from Missouri. It doesn't count. Every day. I say y'all, and I say all y'all every day. <laughs> either, either way. Even listen to the most of, most of the early day episodes. Quick synopsis. I feel so sorry for him. Uh, oh, quick synopsis sick. on who I am. 
I've been playing Pokemon since Red and Blue days, which I remember spending my entire middle school years obsessed. Fell out of Pokemon like most people during my high school years when Pokemon moved to GBA. Since then, I have kept up with everything Pokemon just from reading about it. So a month before X and Y came out, I decided it was time to get back in it, so I went out and bought a 3DS, my first handheld since Game Boy Color. So I bought Black 2 and played it daily until I got my copy of X at midnight at the midnight release, and to my surprise, I was not the only old kid there. Since then, I've been hooked up, hooked and have a copy of Y and both Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I want to say congrats to Thatch on finishing up his MS degree. Well, it's not quite finished yet, but soon. Uh, I just finished mine in December and would love to read your published works if you've got any links to them. We can talk. Mine are currently in review. I decided to leave school and get into the workforce, but this podcast helps me on my drive as I have a territory that includes several states through the Mid-South. Thanks, guys, for the entertainment. I find myself laughing most days while listening. I really like the extra episode where Fluffiest was on. She cracked me up. I hope you liked last week's episode. She was there as well. Yeah, the Fluffiest ones it got. It's really good. Uh, I think anybody that's been on the show is really good. Uh, I agree. Anyways, Does she have an accent? Hmm? Well, Does she have an awesome accent? Yeah. I haven't listened yet. Yeah? All right, I'm listening to, what is it, 182? 182, 182, and she was also on the bonus episode we did a while back. Sweet. A while back? It was I a thought... couple, It was within the past two months. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought... Never mind. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, on to the mailbag. I believe we'll see a new Pokemon game this year. I think it'll be the third installment for X and Y, and would be okay with the Z name. I would still play into the DNA chromosome theme, as in nature, some animals have three sets of chromosomes to determine gender, and that chromosome being the Z chromosome. Enough of science talk. Y'all have a great week and keep up the good work. Catch y'all next time on the flop, Master Fish. He might be from Texas because there was a howdy in there too that a I didn't. Howdy. Yeah, I know. You don't have to be from Texas to say I, howdy. No, I'm just saying I don't say howdy, I, but I do say y'all. Okay. So this uh, next one is from Palkia. Hello, PUCL. It is I, Palkia, with my third mailbag. The mailbag question made me think really hard. Then it came to me. A Zygarde change in Pokemon Z. Zygarde is already okay with his stats, but they aren't legendary. His base 600 stat total is well laughable. I mean, Giratina's stats were slightly changed and Giratina Origin is better, so here's what they should do to Zygarde. Give him an alternate form. Maybe when it's sandstorming he changes shape like cast form. <laughs> or gives him a type change, I don't know. Give him a mum give him a mega. His mega could have a base 110 speed and special attack. Make him a completely new form, like Giratina Origin. First they change his type to steel, rock, and make lands wrath and move he already knows. Next allow him to learn thousand arrows. Lastly give him something like the Grigious Orb or the Plates. Maybe the Ancient Rock, and it only gives Zygarde a times four to each Pokemon hit with Lands Wrath. You could always just make him primal too. <laughs> after they fox Zygarde, after they fox Zygarde, Pokemon Z should take place in Outer Kalos, since it's based on France. It would be like Outer France. So there could be there could be a slightly different Pokemon, but Team Flare has been driven out by Team Rocket. Team Rocket wants to harness the power of Zygarde to control Mewtwo and control Xerneas and Wyveltal. So you must stop Team Rocket, but when you get to Giovanni, it's a double battle against Zygarde. Like, something something like that would be cool, but I don't know. Anyway, I'll see you of the flippity-floppity Dialga. I mean, Palkia. 
I, that's actually not bad. I, I mean, I don't want a whole game with, like, Team Rocket, but that's interesting because Mewtwo's in Kalos, right? Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see, like, Team Rocket trying to chase it down because it ran away, you know? Hmm. But I think Rocket... it's confirmed that they're different Mewtwo's. Well, how it is that confirmed? Uh, this it, a it is somehow, I'm pretty sure. Ah, oh well. I don't remember. I, it might have to do with anime. Yeah. Uh, it, no, the games don't tie into the anime. No, they don't. But in the movie, wasn't the new Mewtwo a girl? Yeah, but I don't know what's going on there. It's just so confusing. Right, but Mewtwo doesn't have a gender. What? That's true. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I got this next one from Trainer D48. Greetings, Puckalonians. Trainer D48 here with what I am sure is going to be old news for most of the party by this time is read on the next full podcast. I'm writing this on 519. I guess it's 531 now. But I thought it would still be fun to write in and see how my predictions work out. So I'm going to have to disagree with that. There is no doubt in my mind there will be a main title release in 2015. And it's getting kind of close unless we hear something at E3. First of all, as has been pointed out before, they haven't missed a year since 2008. And everyone knows Nintendo hasn't been doing so good lately. They're doing just fine lately, actually. They've actually posted profits for, like, the past three quarters. Mm-hmm. And they aren't so dumb as to pass up on the Pokemon Cash Cow and piss off such a large fan base who have come to expect a new release every year now. With Oraz already selling nearly 10 million copies, no way are they going to skip a year on a franchise like that. So here's my prediction for 2015. It'll be Z, and we'll find out before E3 somehow, but it'll be two, a two-game release. Nintendo isn't so stupid to only release one game anymore, I would hope. I think the delay in news is because Z is going to be underwhelming but necessary, so next year they can kick off the 20th anniversary with something really cool, which will definitely be something of a remake of one of the originals. I'm with Thatch and think a Red and Blue 2 would be awesome, like a return but to a new beginning. Although I did hear a rumor of bolt of a Bolt Yellow title. Probably false. Yeah, also. I mean, I my predictions right now for what's going on because nothing happened on the 21st, obviously, mm. other than Super Mystery Dungeon, is that at E3 we might get some kind of, like, big Pokemon announcement, but I just feel like it's going to be, like, the 20th anniversary of Pokemon announcement. It's going to be like, oh, we're doing this next year. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Which I'd be down with. I mean, I don't care. I could see with them making a maybe a new mainstream game by, like, this time next year that mm-hmm. it could be released and announced maybe around Christmas time. I just, yeah, if they don't release, if they don't announce anything at E3, I think it's pretty shallow. Yeah, if they don't do anything by E3, it's going to be, it's going to be a 2016 release. Uh, because if they don't do it at E3, I mean, you're not going to get anything, what they really want, at least in the US, is to get something out before Black Friday. Because that's when a majority of the Christmas shopping is done. I mean, it's not too bad if they skip a year. Because I mean, I'm not upset about a better that. Game. I was so upset that Gen 5 was so short. Yeah. And so if they're if they're working on maybe Gen Seven or something, that's fine by me, you know. Go for it. But I would really like them to flesh out. Like I would love to return to Kalos one more time. I would be down for that. Mm-hmm. The anime isn't even done in Kalos yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's got six badges though already. Mm. Uh, I do think there's going to be some kind of twist. I know Nintendo seems to be pushing to get into the mobile market. So I think we may see some new kind of crossover added features and gameplay that would partner the DS with mobile devices. I don't know. I don't think they have any connectivity. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like a PokeWalker type app on your phone that would enhance your gameplay on your DS. Uh, I, I, like, as, I, as much as I want it, they could already do it on the DS because it's got a pedometer in it. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what it'll be, but I think we'll get a hint of what it is coming next year at this year's E3, especially since I'm hearing rumors that Satoshi Tajiri might be giving a presentation at E3. Oh, yeah, I didn't address this because it happened. Uh, Satoshi Tajiri's name showed up on, like, a presentation about how to make a presentation, and the example was Nintendo's, like, E3 presentation. Oh, okay. And Satoshi Tajiri's name showed up in it, and it was it's more than likely a placeholder name, but... I mean, Satoshi Tajiri hasn't showed up to anything since, like, 2004. Like, in person. Because he doesn't like talking in public. Mm. But, you know. I, I really doubt that he's going to be there. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was there for some kind of, like, big Nintendo, like, Pokemon 20th anniversary announcement. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to see, like, just a Pokemon Direct at some point. But, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I'll stop there. Until next time, as the journeys continue, Trainer D48. Uh, you got this next one, Bo, from Maximus. I do. Um, let me open it up real quick. Salutation, Thatch co-hosts and patrons of Puckle. It's been a very long time since I reported in for a mailbag. I just got done with the Little Cup competition that the Global Link was hosting, and I have to say that I suck at Little Cup. I won 2 out of 22 matches. You know, there's a really great song called 2 out of 22 isn't bad, except it's about women. Um, <laughs> Keep going, Bo. Yeah. Anyway, that may have been uh, my first experience at a Little Cup, but I thought I would have done better than that. To be fair, it wasn't real Little Cup. I mean, yeah. it was Nintendo Little Cup, but like, there's so many things that are broken if you just do the rules that they had. Like, Meditite is horribly broken. Mm-hmm. I, I know that, and I don't even play Little Cup. Yeah. Meditai, Yanma, Mistrevis. <laughs> like, if you just, you could just play the Little Cup Ubers team. Sneasel, uh... Mm, Scyther. Yeah, Scyther. Says, oh well, I don't really care in the end as long as that's another play point for the books. Uh, as for the future of Pokemon, I hope that the next installment is Delta Emerald personally. It could be a direct sequel to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Perhaps the story can focus more on what the Delta episode started. Learning more on the on Zinnia and the rest of the Draconid people. However, my main reason for this is for the Battle Frontier. I somewhat see why it wasn't in Oraz, uh, see it wasn't in original Ruby and Sapphire, but come on, it should have been in the games. Before I sign out, could I make a suggestion? Would yeah. it be possible to have an episode of Puckle that talked about the official competitions that are held? The discussion could range from the local tournaments all the way to Worlds. I was just wondering how Nationals is a bit, a uh, little over a month away, but oh well. Alright, uh, I'm out until next time. Later days for Mr. Maximus. I think that would be fun. I think that would be fun. Maybe not next week, since we were talking about an idea for next week. But, right. uh, but I think that would be a very interesting thing to talk about. I think you'd be a great episode after PuckleCon. Like, maybe not directly after PuckleCon, but like, maybe. hey, so these were our gathered experiences from like mm -hmm. online tournaments and. Uh, real life tournaments, and I could, I mean, I've gone to lots of trading card tournaments, so I could, you know, chime in. That too. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, did we think anybody deserved the badge today? Oh, uh, uh, well. I didn't, I didn't gather anything too exciting. Well, um, you know, if uh, the pixelated youngster wasn't trying to uh, uh, guilt us, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think anybody this week, so maybe next week. Uh, but for next week, we do have a gym, We do have a mailbag question. So our mailbag question for next week is: What are some of the favorite nicknames you've given your Pokemon? Send that into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. 
you can also follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, we have a Puckle Podcast page. Just search Puckle Podcast. You can like us there. Uh, review us on whatever you're listening to us on, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher or anything. Please do that because that helps more people find us, and we really appreciate it. Uh, at the same time, you can follow us on Tumblr, subscribe to our subreddit, and YouTube is coming sooner than you all think. <laughs> uh, um, it's only been a year and a half, so they're probably expecting it to be here by now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so um, yeah, sooner than they think. Because yeah. never. Shush. Word of advice, if you want to win the Whitmail back badge, send in a poem. <laughs> you know how that works uh, out. Yeah, I think I mentioned everything. Well, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, check out PucklePodcast.com. Uh, play in the Summer League this year with us. And once again, email us at PucklePodcast.com. We love hearing from you guys. It is awesome just talking to you all. I love you all. So send that in. And I guess that's, uh, I guess that's a show. So, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Bo. I'm Scrum. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.